0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the water cooler, the most statistically average sports podcast in the world my name is Ryan Seba, the most electrifying voice in sports information and with me today is you can call me the crock pot the crock <laughs> pot that is <laughs> the crock pot ladies and gentlemen
1: shout out fourth grade all right so what are we talking about today We're
0: talking about big goods. We're throwing the crockpot lasagna in there. No, (laughs) Um, so today, you know, look, the Toronto Raptors just won um, the NBA championship, and as I'm laying on the couch and and watching this, I'm thinking about underrated and overrated, and you know, today today's episode, we're gonna really get into uh, some of the most overrated and underrated. Players and teams, uh, in our opinion, and things that we've seen throughout our life. But before we get there, I, I want to stay on this this Raptors thing. I want to have a, a quick discussion about their standing. And, 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 and when I was texting you and we were talking about this, I was thinking about, you know, if we stacked up the last 10 NBA Finals in those teams at, at full health, Alright, I mean let's not let's not take injuries. Let's take injuries out of the equation. So the Warriors this year and obviously the what fifteen? The the twenty fifteen Cavs? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah, the twenty fifteen Cavs without love without Kyrie. and Kyrie. Let's take a look at the last ten years and, and let's rank them. Where do you think the Raptors rank one to twenty and just for perspective, tell me the team that you think, the teams that you think are before and after them. Okay, but
1: first of all, I just want to say I am just so happy for Drake. He finally got that chip. He got the chips with the dips. Bring them dips. It's poetic. But uh,
0: anyway, happy for Drake. This... For those of you that don't know, <laughs> this is. He's got a fucking OVO tattoo on his ass. I think this is Drake, this is Drake's. He's got the little owl on his thigh. This is the number the thigh one. Task. This is this is Drake's number one. Okay, fan. so
1: this was this was a fun exercise. Real real difficult. Um, I'm gonna start by saying this is probably not gonna be real popular north of the border. I had him 16th out of the 20. Mm. Okay. Sixteen. Yeah, and I, I feel like that is just so disrespectful because I think this is a really good team. I think they were uh just Masai Ujiri, is is he's gotta be the best GM in basketball. I mean, the what he did first of all, not to just get Kawhi, but but what it took to trade DeRozan, you know, he knew he was gonna get destroyed in that city for that. Um but to go out there and get Leonard, and then even the move to get Gasol at the deadline, I think was extremely huge. Um and then, he, you know, he drafted uh, Siakam, who's who's going to be a max player. He is. And um, so, I had him 16th. Um, I had him directly behind the 2010 Lakers, which, I mean, as I'm looking at this, I just feel like even that's too high.
0: That's Powell, Kobe. Kobe. And
1: that was about it.
0: Ron Artest was on that team. Yeah, Artest,
1: yeah. He um, hit the dagger three.
0: Yeah. They had some other guys.
1: And then... I had him right above the 2014 Heat, that first iteration of the Heatles.
0: Yeah, that had like. Or the
1: last iteration, I'm sorry, the last year of the Heatles. Okay,
0: the, so the year they got they won game one and then got swept. Yeah, into and, and And Wade, Danny Green hit like yes. 40,000 threes. Yeah, he shot like 60% that yeah. series. But uh, the, the Heat that
1: year, Wade, I know we said we're not taking injuries into it, you know, they're fully healthy. Wade was healthy enough to play, so I took him as is. They lost that series in five. Yeah. Um, and LeBron was doing... Everything. Everything. Um,
0: that was the start of peak LeBron.
1: Yeah, and that was so much fun to watch. But but yeah, I mean, they got beaten five there, and that, that series was never really close, even though it was coming back to Miami for three games, because that was still when it was 2-3-2 two, two format yeah. in the finals. So they're coming back to Miami, oh, 1-1, yeah. and they lose all three.
0: They didn't change. that The first year with us... And the Warriors was when they went. Was that to the, the first year? I think is when they went to the two two one one one. Or well, maybe would maybe it even been, because that was two thousand fourteen. Maybe even the year maybe even sixteen was the first year they did two two one one one. I can't but, even remember. But
1: um, but yeah, but that's so that's where I had them. And then as we talked about to uh, you know, I had the I had the fifteen Cavs, which I think is a, a great team. Just but I had them thirteenth, just to give a little bit more perspective into that.
0: Yeah, they were young. You know, Kevin Love had never been to a playoff series Kyrie. before Kyrie had, and they both got hurt.
1: Kyrie outplayed Steph that first game. Kyrie outplayed yeah. Steph in I mean, game he got one, hurt. then went, his knee up.
0: You know, they, they went to overtime, and he broke his kneecap early on in overtime, and the next series just wasn't the same. So, for me, my, my opinion also is not going to be very popular north of the border. And I was very deliberate with this ask. I think if I would have asked you to do the last 30 years... Or forty years and we would have taken eighty teams. I think the Raptors would have been somewhere in the middle. Um, the last ten years is the era of the super team in the NBA. Multiple superstars with you know, aging ring chasing guys to fill out the roster. In my opinion, and that's all this is, the Toronto Raptors is the worst team of the last twenty years. Oh they are the worst team wow. since the 09 Orlando Magic. Wow. Um you know I think last year's the 2018 Cavs I
1: had them last.
0: Yes. is the next team and in my opinion the the 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder is the next team. So I put them at 18. Now look, they had Kevin Durant, they had Russell Westbrook, they had um James Harden, but those guys were all yeah. like very very young. Um, they won game one of that series. They did win game one of that, series. and se- then lost four in a row. And then they lost four in a row. I just that team was very very young, and I just look at you know I'm, I'm not looking at them from a historical perspective. I'm looking at them through the eyes of who I was then. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't I don't I don't think this Raptors team at full strength really beats any team in the last. Of the last... I can't... I don't know how you say that with last year's Cavs team. That I'm team wrong. was not that good. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, but last year's Cavs team had LeBron.
1: Last year's Cavs team was a feat of just like the you, greatest player of all time. That's all it was. You don't
0: think that last year's Cavs team could have beat this team. I don't think they make the finals this year. I'm just saying, if it's an NBA Finals format... Something changes, we recede, and the best, you know, these two teams make it to the finals. Are you telling me that that basically? Sure, sure, they could. I mean, uh, th- th- these events
1: are just these, these series are are based on random events. I mean, it comes down to possession here and possession there, swings the whole game, and so they the entire. So LeBron had
0: fifty points, and they lost. Yeah, but I, I they understand. Lost I understand. Your boy,
1: I understand. <laughs> your 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 boy. Don't hate on. We do not hate on Swish on this podcast. Well, all right. But I just, I mean, I think in a series, may yeah, maybe they could win just because LeBron is that good. So look, we're not big in Toronto. I think that's, I think that's gonna. Be but I also reality. want to say that I feel like that is very disrespectful. I think that the Raptors were a very good team.
0: <laughs> I think they're good. I, I didn't say they weren't. They won an NBA championship. I'm very happy for them. Not as happy as you are for Drake, but I'm happy for them as a whole. <laughs> but I, when I start to look at it and stack it up and and, and evaluate in the in the era of the super team. I just don't see when you have multiple if Clay doesn't go down there's a chance that they don't even win because Clay was having a clay game. Oh, he's having a clay series. You know what I mean? So it's like the clay game He thing, was going to the MVP. It, that's my point. So, you know, it took it took two Hall of Fame players to get injured for this team to win. Yeah. So Yeah, I hear you. I just I don't, you know. So who'd you have at the top? Number one, yeah. You I didn't. To I didn't even look at it from that perspective.
1: <laughs> this one was pretty easy for me. It's got to
0: be one of these Warriors teams. Yeah, I did.
1: I did. I went. I went. Uh, Probably se- the,
0: the the seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah.
1: They went sixty-seven and fifteen. Um. That year, uh, obviously, they won the championship in five games. Um. Cavs did win game four by like a lot, 20 or something. They blew them out. Yeah. And, but um, that was
0: one of those games where we just came out. It was at home. Couldn't miss. And we just were hitting could threes miss. from everywhere, yeah.
1: Um, and the next two teams I had, this year's Warriors were the next one. And then I had the 2018 Warriors. Were the top, Those were the top three for me. Um, and just to round out my top five, I had the 2017 Cavs, the team that lost in the finals five to one. Or one to, uh, in five games. yeah, yeah. I had them. I think that that team was better than the championship team. They were, no question. Um, that was one of the, like the historically great teams of all time. Like if if the if this Warriors iteration doesn't exist, the one with Durant, Bron probably has three titles in Cleveland. Um, you know, and then the, and then the sixteen Cavs. So I have the seventy three and nine two
0: thousand sixteen Warriors behind both them at uh, at six. Yeah. So you start to go back and think about that kneecap. The Kyrie kneecap, how much that changed uh, history. History and Kelly Olynyk, that fucking scumbag, mm. ripping Kevin Love's arm out of socket. I mean, if we win, you know, if we win in fifteen, we win in sixteen. There's no way Kevin Durant's going to a team that just lost, you know, two straight finals. I Maybe mean, he does, but I doubt it. So you know, it's just it's it's amazing how much history has impacted that. So. With that being said, we talked about the NBA Finals. Let's get into some overrated and underrated athletes. Who are your most underrated athletes of all time? Any sport? Give me a couple. Okay, we're going to start with underrated. Yeah. All right.
1: I'm going to start. My first, my most underrated athlete of all time is LeBron James. <laughs> and I'm going to say this shocking. <laughs> I
0: because... knew this was coming. <laughs> I could have we should be taking lines on these. He is he is uh very very often referred to
1: as a top two player of all time, which is great. It was a great company, but I, I mean he is more efficient than Jordan. He scores, you know, he, he wasn't a pure scorer like Jordan, but he's you know, and he is his totals weren't as much. He's a better shooter, better three point shooter. Um, you know, there there's just not much that that Jordan had on him to me. Uh
0: as far as being a player, look, you're not, you're not going to get any argument from me. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, LeBron's like a member of my family, so <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, I,
1: agree. Okay, so moving on, um, Terrell Owens, one of the most underrated. He, he is, should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. I understand he, he, he's an acquired taste. He's not for everybody. I totally understand that. Who
0: gives a shit what how his interviews are? He
1: was an incredible football player, great player. One of the one of the, played in the Super Bowl with a broken leg. And really carried that team. Dominated. He was awesome. And then uh, third, I would say for me was uh, was uh, is Tony Romo. Um, I think he gets such a bad rap.
0: um, His numbers are just insane. You're just you're just making me. (laughs) You're gonna make me a star. We got fuck the crockpot. This is the hot take express over here. So there it is. My top three underrated athletes,
1: LeBron James, Terrell Owens, Tony Romo.
0: So for me, I'll start with three and go to one. My third most underrated athlete, really, and and this is an all-time thing for me, it's Klay Thompson. Um, I think Klay Thompson is so grossly underrated. NBA record for points in a quarter with 37. He plays defense on the best player on the other team every night. He's big game Klay every Snub single
1: for 3rd team all nba he gets
0: he gets but it's just overshadowed by by two you know all-time great players yes. i think that um, you know anytime that team has been down in a series that they've come back to win it's been because of a clay game i referenced it earlier i am a huge proponent of clay thompson and i would love for him to be on my team number 2 for me is omar vaskel omar the <laughs> magnificent 272 career hitter, 2,877 hits, 404 stolen bases, the most double plays turned all time, 1,734, second all-time in fielding percentage, 985. He had eight consecutive gold gloves, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. To me, Shame. it Fortune. is it is um, You know, it's 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 just a gross injustice. Um, and for me, in my mind. The most underrated athlete of all time is Jim Brown. Jim Brown's the greatest football player of all time. Anybody who played at the time will tell you that Jim Brown's the greatest football player of all time. If you pull the greatest running backs of all time, you take the top 10 greatest running backs of all time, they'll tell you that they think Jim Brown is the greatest player of all time, but he doesn't get talked about. They don't talk about him anymore. Jim Brown went to the Pro Bowl. One of the in best every, football players, period. Jim Brown went to the Pro Bowl in every season that he played. He played nine years. He had the single season record for rushing yards: eighteen hundred sixty-three yards in nineteen sixty-three in twelve games. Folks, they only played twelve games then. The previous was eleven hundred and forty-six yards. <laughs> so, we are we talking? Seven hundred more yards. Like I said, he played nine years. He left as the career leader in yards, 12,712. Touchdowns, 126 all-purpose yards, 15,549. So 15,000, 15,500 all-purpose yards in twelve seasons, or in nine seasons. Uh, he had 100 touchdowns in 93 games. And he led the league in rushing eight of those nine years. I think he... Um, you know, is is grossly underrated. He had six touchdowns, or six games with four touchdowns. The only the next player has four. Uh, he led the league, like I said, eight out of nine years in, in rushing. And I think the most important stat. And Jamal Charles has since come on and, and broke this. Um, Jim Brown, over a nine-year period, averaged 5.2 yards per carry. Imagine that. That's in an
1: error when they're playing. You know, they're not throwing the football.
0: They're not throwing the ball. They know they're running the ball every single time. You know, nine, ten million boxes. And uh, you know, he's just he's just grossly underrated. So, with that, we talked underrated. Let's go overrated now. Who are your most overrated players, any sport, all time? All right, I'm going to start off.
1: Um, I don't know if this is how this is going to be received, but uh, Babe Ruth.
0: I would agree with that.
1: I mean, you can't have, drink beer and smoke cigars and eat hot dogs and be the greatest ever. Babe I mean, Ruth
0: would be playing for the fucking Columbus Clippers if I don't he keep make the Clippers. You know what
1: I mean? But, yeah, so Babe Ruth is, is on there for me. Um, now, are they
0: still a Yankees affiliate?
1: Yeah, I think they, they are. Okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> um, so next for me, and I want to stress this, I think he's the second best quarterback of all time, but it's Tom Brady is one of the most overrated athletes. Far. I... I couldn't disagree with that more, but I'm going to let you go. And I understand I'm never going to win that argument, and I get that. I totally get that. Um, But to me, Peyton Manning is the greatest ever. And I'm going to just do this in years in which they both played, okay? So just just real quick, just hang with me. This excludes Manning's 2008 because of Brady's injury, and it excludes Brady's 2011 because of Peyton's injury. MVPs, Manning, four, Brady, two. First team All Pro Manning six, Brady two. Second team All Pro Manning three, Brady two. Now the head to head record—that's what I was just gonna. If add. you want to do whatever, that's fine. And even in the playoffs, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I do know that in AFC Championship games, Peyton Manning is three and one. Peyton Manning's teams are three and one versus Brady's teams in championship games.
0: Okay. I think they're unique. <clears throat> in the fact that they have that they played in the same era. A lot of these greatest who's the greatest of all time you have to compare Adjust players from different yeah.
1: eras. And that's kind of why I wanted to do it where you could do it just kind of head by head. Now, obviously Brady's going to end up breaking a lot of Peyton's record just because of the longevity. Oh, he's
0: going to play for 10 more years. <laughs> right.
1: I mean, Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with his with his neck fuse again. Yeah. Now, granted, he didn't have a ton to do he with that. Couldn't even um grip, grip the, football. the football for Christ's sake. I mean, I, I and look, that that's all fine but like he he was owed one from from all the times that Brady took him from him so I don't really have a problem with that but um so I just want to say that I think Brady is the second greatest quarterback of all time but I think if Peyton Manning had Bill Belichick in the Patriots I think he probably has 10 Super Bowls I just don't think that there's many other quarterbacks now look Brady is this as I think is the second best quarterback of all time but I just don't think that He's better than me.
0: I don't even think Peyton Manning's the second greatest quarterback of all time, but that's neither. That's
1: a different show. And finally, the most overrated athlete (laughs) is Steph Curry.
0: He was. He was on my most underrated list, and I I took him off for Clay. And I really wish I wouldn't have now. But go ahead. This dude is so fraudulent. Look, and it's not even
1: about Steph. Steph is a great player, okay? But people continually want to put him in that LeBron tier, and it's just not, it's not. They want him so badly to be
0: something he's not. Um, I think he changed, I love LeBron, but I think Steph's changed the game more than LeBron ever did. I think what you're going to see. I mean, you're. I think seeing LeBron was it. really the
1: genesis of positionless basketball. Now, okay. I think that the way that the game is actually played with obviously the three-point shot and uh, scoring guards. The yeah. guy
0: that you've been texting me about for the last two weeks, Darius Garland. Shout out Cavs for a great draft. Is 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 a result of that. So no, I
1: I I, I agree, and I don't think like I, again I don't think Steph is bad. I just think that he's overrated. I just don't think he belongs in that LeBron, KD, Kawhi kind of tier. And I saw the numbers, you know, whatever they were, 30-1 and when uh, Steph plays and KD doesn't. But what happened in the fucking finals? I know. Okay, so fourth quarter of game six, they're in Oracle, the last time that they're ever going to play in this arena. It's the fourth quarter. He's lost uh, Kevin Durant, obviously, the day before. Clay has just torn his ACL. Game six, championship on the line. He goes one for six, 0 for four from three, four points. He had a bad game. Facing elimination in the NBA Finals, he shoots 33% from the floor, 28% from three. He is 0 for 9 all time in the final 24 seconds to take a lead in the playoffs. Like, he's just... He's not... Oh, by the way, that the stat leader in that category is LeBron James. He shoots at, like, 42%. Your
0: most under, One of your most underrated players, why don't you pull up this his stats from the 2011 NBA Finals? Look... I'm just saying. LeBron's got to wear that because
1: that was a total choke job. Right. right. And um, just. <laughs> I don't hear you. I can't hear
0: you. <laughs> I don't hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. LeBron has to wear that. You're making me. You're making me. <laughs> Anti-LeBron. And, and go pro-Stephanie, anti-LeBron. I don't think anybody could ever do that. No, no. So,
1: um, but no, and, and that's that's one series, okay? It, in 15, LeBron led the entire both teams in I got points. It. You know all We're that. Steph Steph's just. I mean, for one, he's just not able to do that because of his size. But uh, but I just think you see and the limitations.
0: Ankles. He's got paper. Right? Yeah,
1: you just see the limitations of a guy that's six foot three. He's just not. I think he's really good, and I think he's an all time great shooter, <laughs> and I think that's where it ends for him.
0: Okay. Any other Steph hate you want to throw in there before we move on? Yeah,
1: he blew three one lead.
0: He did 73 wins. Fifty-two years, three-one oh. deficit, twenty-sixteen Father's Day is forever, folks.
1: <laughs> and he was the first ever unanimous MVP. Like that, just does not should not belong
0: to him. Well, LeBron was unanimous in the finals MVP <laughs> that year. So, uh, for me, my most overrated number three is Bryce Harper. Um, Jesus, that's a lot of money. I can't even begin to talk about how overrated this dude is. So I'll just talk about his peers. He's been awarded by his peers. Uh, four times in eight years is the most overrated player in baseball. Ooh, he got 62% of the vote in 2019 by his peers. The next player got 4%. <laughs> he got a 13-year, $330 million contract. He's hit 240 in the 240 range three of the last four years. He's only hit over 300 twice in eight years. Um, he's had a hundred plus strikeouts six or seven years he's on pace for his most ever this year his lowest year is 94. I think Bryce he's not a he's not a you know a five tool player he's not known for his defense he's got great hair he's got very <laughs> like underrated hair but as a player he's super overrated number two for me is Carl Malone um, no rings Mailman. Po- he's poor defensively. He's a stat compiler. He played for a really long time, very similar to to Kareem. Real quick, um, do you view that as a positive or a negative? Being a stat compiler, just curious. Uh, look, I think longevity is something that that could be um, that can be um, you know seen as a positive, but when you know when you got a you know Gail Sayers only played for eight years. Yeah. You know, you know Gail, and I'll get into that in a minute. So let me hold on. Um, Jim Brown only played nine. Exactly, you know, so it's like you got to look at averages and things along those lines. But no rings, poor defensively, he's a stat compiler. Uh, I think he's 4th or 5th at his position all-time at best. He played in a system for all, nearly his entire career that was built entirely for him. And he played with, you know, the second-best point guard of all time from an assists perspective. He was right, you know, John Stockton's right behind... Um, Um, Magic Johnson and that stat. I just was never a Carl Malone fan, um, you know, and and I never, never, nobody could could convince me. I think Dirk's better than he is. You know, obviously, Duncan, Barkley, um, you know, you could start, you you know, you can go down the Oh, absolutely. I would have rather, Charles Barkley was, you know, when we talk underrated, overrated, I think Charles Barkley's on the underrated list. So, you know, Charles Barkley was 6'6". You know, and he was he was a dominant power forward. For me, the number one uh, most overrated player of all time is is Emmett Smith. Um, he's arguably not even a top ten back. When you start talking about, you know, the top ten backs in, in history, Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, Dickerson, OJ, Tomlinson, Marshall Falk, Adrian Peterson, Gale Sayers... I would probably comp Emmett Smith somewhere in, like, the Earl Campbell range. Um, you know, he only had three years of 1,500 yards. He had a career yards per game of 81.2. Uh, he had a career yards per carry of 4.2. A full yard less than Jim Brown. He played on one, for one of the best offensive lines of all time. I mean, their offensive line... What, Larry Allen, Stepnowski, 2 uh, I can't even remember all those guys' names. They averaged 300 pounds. When, right. Now now high school, you know, great high school right. offensive lines averaged 300 pounds. But they did that in a time when that just wasn't that common. Mm-hmm. And they would move guys around. And I just, you know, for me, um, you know, Emmett Smith is, 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 is grossly, grossly overrated. A sidebar, uh, Troy
1: Aikman was a finalist to make my list of uh, overrated. I would part of that same team.
0: I really like Troy Aikman. I think he's. I I, I really liked Troy Aikman. I liked watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would I would probably uh, agree with that. So well, let's move on from players. Let's talk about teams. Um, you know, you can talk about you know your most underrated, your most overrated. So I only did. I have two underrated teams. I didn't go the overrated route. So why don't you go ahead and do both of yours now? Um. We don't have to go back very far, but
1: I think the most underrated team for me is going to be uh, is the 2017 Cavs. I knew you were going to say they just they they that team was just historically great, especially offensively. Um, now they didn't defend a whole lot of people, but they were prolific offensively. They had never league had never seen anything like that until you know a 73 win team adds an MVP. But uh, <laughs> so that that's just where I stand on that. Um, I don't think they're ever going to be appreciated the way that they no, should, they um, and it's it's a real shame. Uh, for most overrated, we are going to go back one year from that time period, and we're going to go with the seventy-three and nine Warriors. Yeah, there's no question. Um, you can't you can't win seventy-three games, an NBA record held by Michael or previously held by Michael Jordan's Bulls, and have a unanimous MVP and blow a three-one lead. You just it's just like you. And just can't they
0: were also down three-one in the Western Conference Finals as well, too.
1: That was pretty miraculous They were even able to get you through know, that, and yeah. then to, just to take the three-one lead on the Cavs. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that that was. That's where I stand on that.
0: So I have two underrated teams. I, you know, this was this was an interesting one for me. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a surprise, I think. I think my second most underrated team of all times is that '90s Bills team. Ah, okay. I like they it. They went to four straight Super Bowls. They had five Hall of Fame players. Their coach, GM, and owner are all in the Hall of Fame. Uh, they went 49 and 15 from 1990 to 1993. I mean, they lost four straight Super Bowls. No team, to go to four straight Super Bowls, I mean, no team's ever, you know, it's crazy. They lost to the Cowboys twice, which that Cowboys team, you know, even though we just got done bashing two of the players (laughs) on it, they are an all-time great team. They lost to that Giants team. That Giants team won multiple Super Bowls with Phil Simms and Hostetler. They had... One of the greatest players of all time on defense on that team, and Lawrence Taylor. I think Quoked by that up. point he was already heavy into the <laughs> into the rock. But still, I think the one that they probably should have won was that the the Redskins yeah. with with Mark Rippon at quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was probably one they let get away a little bit. But look, Joe Gibbs is in the Hall of Fame as a coach. That was when he was in his prime. Um, so I you know I think those '90s Bills teams. were were really, really underrated. And for me, the most underrated team of all time is the 1995 Cleveland Indians. They won 144. They, 144, so that was a strike-shortened season. The season started 18 games late. They were the only team to ever win 100 games in less than 154-game season. Albert Bell had a, he was the first player to ever go 50-50. He led the majors in runs, RBIs, doubles, home runs, total bases. Did not win the MVP that year. I think that's the year actually Frank Thomas won the MVP. Manny Ramirez and Jim Tomey hit 7th and 8th. <laughs> okay, on that in that lineup Oral Hershiser and Charlie Nagy were the the two best pitchers, starting pitchers. They both won 16 games. Jose Mesa had a career year. Joe Table, 46 saves with a 1.13 ERA. They won the division by 30
1: games.
0: (laughs) They led the majors in runs scored, hits, home runs, RBIs, batting average, and I think one of the most underrated sort of stats that often gets underlooked and now it's not a big deal today, but at that time it was. They struck out the fewest times of any team in oh, wow. the league. The most the one thing that I remember most about this team, uh, you know, when they won the game to go they beat um Seattle to go to the World Series. Um, I was in middle school and and We used to get announcements at the end of the day and when the the, the PA came on and made a beep, they played the audio (laughs) of them scoring the run at the end of the game. Refused to lose that. We hadn't been yeah, well that's what I was gonna get into. They hadn't been to the World Series in in, since nineteen fifty-four, so we're talking fifty years or forty years. They hadn't won a World Series since nineteen forty eight. They still haven't won a World Series, but in that season, they had twelve walk off wins. They had 48 come from behind wins, and they had 27 wins in their final at bat. That was a team that, no matter what, I mean, there was a game that I think they came back from eight or nine runs down. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that. there was just there was there was a team that was uh, I'll never forget it. You know, they they lost to Atlanta. They ran into really really good pitching. Uh, that Atlanta team obviously had all time great pitching. But uh, to me, that is the most underrated. Team of all time. Now, I talked about the fewest strikeouts as being an underrated stat. You That's a good one. being our you know uh resident analytics advanced metrics expert, and I say that loosely, the crockpot himself. Um, you know, what what do you think? You know, and you can give me one of each, most overrated, underrated stats, measurements. To me, like the forty-yard dash comes to mind. Like that's something that's completely overvalued. What's something that you would that you would highlight? Now, I wanna,
1: I, I, I I'm gonna give you one overrated. When you're measuring, you're, if you're using this as a measuring stick, for a player, and I'm glad you're sitting down. It's and, the number of championships. Now I understand why they're playing the game. Yeah, he's a big dumb animal. <laughs>
0: I we don't we don't in Luke's house they don't play games to win.
1: No, no, we play to win. We play to win and that's the ultimate goal and I totally understand that. It's just that these these games especially in a sport like football, like it's just there's so many random events that happen that lead to the to the thing to to the to the outcome that they shouldn't be like why does Brady get dinged for um or he gets credit for for Seattle not choosing to run the ball when they threw when they throw a pick at the, in the goal line. If they just run the ball and he's and Marshawn Lynch scores, then that's one less Super Bowl for Brady. But uh conversely, if Brady you know, Peyton Manning led several teams to uh to take the lead in the last minute and his defense gives it up.
0: Peyton Manning played that Seattle team too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that didn't go so well. No. But um
0: That's your guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brady also gets a Super Bowl for scoring 13 points in a, in a year where scoring was the highest it's ever been. You know, that's, that's large credit to his defense. So, like, there, there is one f- that's a positive for Brady. I just can't think of it right now. <laughs> but, um,
0: Tom Brady. But, but
1: no, I, I mean, I totally understand it. But, like, if you're boiling down Jordan and I wouldn't order
0: food. Uh, it stumbles <laughs> if you're ordering,
1: during football if Sunday you're, next If year. you're boiling down Jordan and LeBron to six versus three, or you know his three and six record in the finals. Like I, I just think that that's so absurd to to discredit hit the the six even in LeBron's record. It's like he got there nine times. So like, it, are, are you saying that it's better if he would have lost those six times earlier than it was for him to get to the finals and lose? Like I just don't I just don't understand that. But uh, you know, and then you have guys like uh, like you mentioned before, underrated uh, Charles Barkley. Um. No titles. Dan Marino. He, get, I have that name written down right there. Underrated because because they they get knocked for not winning in a in a in a you know a world where there's five other guys in the best. Now basketball is obviously more influenced by a singular person, but football requires so much, and you're not even on the field for half the time. So it's just like I don't think that you should ever look six six Super Bowls. This is an incredible accomplishment, and I think Brady's one of the greatest ever. And it's just I don't think I think that. Number of championships is a very poor way of measuring a, uh, a, a player's
0: talent. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> on the next episode, we're going to have Luke break down the his whole philosophy on how field goals don't win football games. Oh, I've got one. For With me. that, everybody stay tuned. we got more coming soon. Everybody have a great day. Keep listening.